Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello, and thank you for joining us at XM.com. This is the weekly outlook. We'll be taking a closer look at the upcoming week. I'm Christina Marujos, and joining me today is Mario Sachikiriakos, investment analyst. It looks like it's going to be a rather quiet week, with the main driver for markets, Marios, being, of course, the aftermath of the U.S. election. So let's start with that. Despite having no clear winners and Trump already legally challenging the elections, the market still staged a powerful rally. What is behind that and what market moves should we expect this week? Hello, Christina. Well, there have been several theories that have been floated to justify this relatively strange price action that we've seen. For example, if the Senate stays with the Republicans, but Biden becomes president, he won't be able to implement his tax agenda. He won't be able to raise corporate taxes or capital gains taxes. At the same time, a lot of people are seeing this. The Senate is staying with the Republicans and they're thinking less fiscal stimulus is probably coming. So the Fed will probably be forced to up its game in a sense and provide even more liquidity for the economy. And another explanation is that because of the political gridlock, we're unlikely to see any new antitrust regulations, monopoly regulations against the biggest tech firms. All of this have been floated to explain the price action. Personally, I don't really buy into them. Perhaps the argument that the Fed will now be more aggressive has some merit into it. But what I would argue is the market reaction we've seen simply comes down to there's just no alternative to the stock market right now. Central banks have pumped so much liquidity into the system. Absurd amounts of cash were probably sitting on the sidelines waiting for the election risk to pass. And we're just seeing investors jump back on the equity gravy train in a sense. This is consistent with the story that we've seen this entire year. Loose money policies have proven to be a very powerful antivirus drug for the markets. And the explanation for that is central banks have made bonds uninvestable in a sense. And if bonds are negative yielding assets, all that is left for fund managers and investment firms that really provides any decent return is stocks. So long story short, there is no alternative to the stock market right now. And I believe we're just seeing that play out right now. The real question is, can this rally continue? It's a close call. I would say that yes, it may still have some life into it unless we see the virus situation take a dramatic turn for the worse. And my argument is recently we've seen Europe going back into lockdowns. We've had one of the most uncertain US election outcomes and still that barely left a scratch on the markets. And if that was only able to leave a scratch, it's difficult to see what will bring the market down. There are a couple of risks in the near term. So for example, Trump could go to the Supreme Court, but I think that ultimately investors will see that as delaying the inevitable. Now, a bigger risk may be that some U.S. states are forced to go back into lockdown again because their healthcare systems are approaching their capacity as the virus numbers arise. But even then, it would be only a few states. Therefore, I wouldn't expect to see this really bringing the market down. I see. Now, let's turn to central bank meetings. The Reserve Bank of New Zealand meets on Wednesday. Should we expect any change to policy? And how could the Kiwi react? Well, no, no change in policy is expected. The RBNZ has really telegraphed what it wants to do really well. It told us back in March when it cut interest rates, we're going to keep interest rates here for one year at least. That means that the markets are expecting some policy moves. So specifically, they're expecting interest rates to be cut to negative, but only after March. And the RBNZ 
Philippines that has communicated that very clearly. All of that is priced in right now. The market is expecting one rate cut by April and another one by October next year. For the Kiwi, this meeting I don't think is going to be a massive economic data in New Zealand have improved lately, but I don't think that improvement will be enough for the central bank to change its tone. The RBNZ has been quite clear. Yes, the economy is doing slightly better than we expected, but the risks are to the downside. And if anything, I would expect them to reaffirm that negative rates are still on the menu. Now, if that's the case, it would argue for a spike lower in the QE, but overall, the currency's broader direction will be decided by global risk sentiment and specifically how this virus situation evolves. Brexit is, of course, still on the menu, Marios, and the next deadline is mid-November, and it's fast approaching. The two sides seem adamant to bridge their differences, so are we expecting any significant breakthrough this week? No, not this week. The new, let's say, soft deadline is the middle of November, around the 15th of November. I don't really think we're going to get a deal by then. I think the negotiations might stretch towards maybe even early December, but I still expect a deal to come eventually. And the argument is very simple. You had both Europe and the UK go back into lockdowns lately. The probability of a double deeper recession has increased exponentially, and therefore the last thing you want is to add a no deal Brexit on top of your list of problems. I think that compromises will eventually be made and the real question for me is when that will happen. Will we get a compromise or will we get one final round of drama before we get all the compromises? Now either way for Sterling I would argue that the outlook is starting to look better. News that the UK went back into lockdown barely left a scratch on the currency and if negative news of that magnitude couldn't really bring it down it's also difficult to see what will. Marius thank you for joining me today. This was the Weekly Outlook. Thanks for watching at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.